This is Gratitude Unfiltered. I'm your host, Joshua T. Berglund, producing the show by myself, getting better at fading out of the music <laughs> before I get in trouble with the copyright police. I wonder if we're going to have this problem now that the show's on the Bing network, like on, on Amazon Fire and Roku and Apple TV and a hundred other platforms. It's kind of amazing. But I wonder if I get in trouble with the copyright police there. I wonder if I could get away with just playing music all the time. Anyway, you could start a radio station. But anyway, welcome everybody. It's good to see you uh, today. I am just extremely grateful for just another beautiful day uh, in California. The weather's been amazing and just being able to have the doors open and, and to be able to kind of be in nature a little bit and spend time with God over the last two weeks has been really eye-opening for me. And... I'm really, really excited to start talking about some of the things that I've been learning, and we'll go on to those when we have. I, I'm doing solo shows, but I really do love interviewing people, and especially people that I think are really interesting. Um, you know, I love accomplished people because you know we all want to know like how they do it, but the difference on this show is we'd like to know the root of what made you you and why you tick the way you tick. Because, look, <clears throat> the one thing that I respect more about success in what I see in other people's success is not the success itself. It's the understanding of knowing that they still have their shadow there with them to remind them of the failures, to remind them of the struggle. It doesn't go away. And I'm convinced that the more successful you get, the louder that shadow can scream and the more work you get to do to manage it. I think that's why so many people fall off once they get successful. Very few people keep the grind going. I mean, that's why it's so amazing, I think, in sports when people win two or three championships in a row. That's to me is crazy because it's easy to get fat and happy. Anyway, I'm getting completely off topic. Um, I am very excited about our guest. I was actually sharing with her before um, the show started that I actually heard about her the first time like a year ago, and it was just on social media. And someone was like raving about her and like how amazing she was. And then through a random friend, I get connected to her officially now. And now she's here on the show. I'm going to read you a little bit about our guest. Dr. Catherine Zagoni. ND brings her passion as a healer and leader to her role as medical director of Gen Gentera, Southern California, West Valley location. She's a licensed naturopathic doctor. Dr. Catherine Zagoni develops personalized treatment plans for each patient at Gentera, assessing medical history, physical examinations, symptoms, and laboratory analysis. She applies her expertise by viewing each patient as a com complex individual examining a myriad of systems and biomarkers to uncover root causes and restore optimal health. Dr. Zagoni has a passion for wholehearted individualized care 
with an extra special interest in sexual wellness. The interest sparked by the launch of Gentera's sexual wellness program, which supports men and women with the libido, orgasm, urinary issues, and overall improved sexual experience. I could go on, but her bio is in the show comments. Look, she's, there, there's so much more going on here than what I just read, and I'm excited to get, in it, to get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the one, the only, Dr. Z, a.k.a. No, Dr. Zagoni, a.k.a. Dr. Z. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Josh. I'm so excited to be here with you and for your audience. I can't wait to get into all the, all the dirty details. So first things first, though, what are you grateful for today? Today, I'm grateful that the sun is shining, that I live in Southern California, that it's spring, and that it's Thursday. Yeah, it is Thursday. Thursday's a good day, I think. I like Thursday. There's something about, and maybe it's going back to the thirsty Thursday days of, of college <laughs> lore, but were you a beer pong I've always enjoyed about Thursday, and it's not because Friends used to be on Thursday night. It has nothing to do with that at all. <laughs> <laughs> but do you remember this? Friends? I totally yeah. remember Friends. Yeah. I was not a beer pong champion in my days, but I do remember Thirsty Thursdays. <laughs> there, I, it's so funny, too, thinking about what you do and like what your specialty is and just thinking about how I, I love to play doctor with myself. I've done so much damage to myself over the years from just excessive partying uh, you know, my adrenals are just like on life support <laughs> because of the damage that I've done to my body. And it's frustrating because, you know, it's not something you go to the doctor for. It's really something that you have to allow nature, God, to heal. That's why I love people like you, because you're not just a natural path like you. You're highly accomplished and educated like you've gone the next level. So I'm really fascinated to have this conversation with you. I'm excited too. I'm excited too. And I think it it comes back to like, yes, I have the degrees and I have the training and I have the experience at this point. Um, and the principles are very similar. Like the principles of healing, I think across the board, I this is what I think, this is how my training was, is that the body has an innate intelligence and wants to heal. So maybe we call that God, maybe we call that the universe, the spirit, the soul, whatever. But our our body our system i call it i call it the system a lot um the mind body spirit all of that is for a system um it has an innate blueprint for how to heal so we get a cut the body knows exactly what to do but if we keep picking at that cut and pulling off the scab or like stretching that little piece and playing with it then it takes for, it takes longer to heal or it doesn't heal or it makes a worse scar and i think that's true for just about anything on on every level of our being if we can figure out what what is the thing that we need to stop doing or what is what is if we can get rid of that root cause? I mean, maybe we can't prevent the cut from happening. Maybe we can, um, but our system knows how to heal. And so I work with that intelligence, that vital force that um, I call I also call it magic. <laughs> That's my definition of magic it is the magic of the body to heal. And so my job is to look at your system or my system or whoever system and figure out why is it not healing? What, it knows what to do, like what's what's in the way and how do we get there? And that's why we get to use plants and herbs to heal, right? That's why it's so effective. Yet so our governments want us to use the prescription drugs. And what I've experienced with, whether it was when I had synthetic skincare lines 
knowing how that reacted in the body. You think the synthetic ingredients that go in our food, how that's causing cancers. We have, and, and, but also anything that's synthetically derived as far as a vitamin or a, uh, a drug, like, yeah, it may stop your problem, but it's creating new ones, correct? Because it's a synthetic, it, your body's not recognizing it. Is that correct? Um, I mean, it's hard to make like broad spectrum, yes. I think there's a time and a place for everything. Um, not every patient is ready to do what it takes to like cure an illness, if I can even use the word cure. Um, and so there's a time and a place for different different nutrients. Am I allowed to say that on the show? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but I do think um, the, the, the closer we eat, drink, breathe, touch, think, and feel to nature, to the universe, to the divine, um, to where we came from, the, the easier the healing journey is. I 100% I agree with it. I did a, a Daniel fast last week for three days, just three days. Tell me, what's a Daniel fast? Is that just it's water? Basically, it's no, 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 no. Um, I have, like, there's a medication I take that I have to have food, so I can't do a real fast because I have to take this medication. Gotcha. Um, that said, and I don't want to take that medication, but it's what keeps me alive, so I'm good. Um, but <laughs> I'll put the thought now. Uh, the, oh, food! It's it's nuts, it's fruits, and it's vegetables. Okay. And water, like good water. That's it. So that was a challenge. <laughs> that was, but what it did though, the inflammation. I have chronic inflammation in my body. It's been a real beast, and that eliminated the inflammation. It's, it was amazing. Uh, beautiful, yeah. Fasting. I mean, fasting has been used across traditions across millennia for different types of fasting, different lengths of fasting, and it can be very effective for very rapidly getting down inflammation, um, for really sparking a healing response in a number of ways, whether it's through protein recycling or whether it's resting the GI tract, like there's a, a number of benefits. So I'm glad you got such good, I, I'm glad you could feel so good in three days. Yeah, and I've kept it, um, I'm doing, uh, John Jubilee's got this program. I'm doing, now I'm back to it where I'm just eating 300 calories at a time. I'm doing that. I'm functioning way better that way than I was the fasting. I was worthless. Mm. Um, but that's okay. I, I'm geared up to do it again because I really saw benefits from it. Just spiritually felt better. It, it was it was a good thing for me to do. So I I actually can now officially say that I, now that I've, I intermittent fasting is easy. That was hard. <laughs> and I have a whole new respect for it, and I it's something that I truly honor. And next time will be more mentally prepared to stretch even further. Cool. Because it's all the benefits. But anyway, I don't want to talk about that anymore. <clears throat> I'm really fascinated how I have, I, I know quite a bit from working in the medical spa space, how hormone, the hormone business is big money. Mm -hmm. These doctors, a lot of these doctors and a lot of these clinics will tell anybody they have low testosterone just to be able to give him some pellets and give him some shots. Explain to me why what you're doing and your passion about sexual wellness, overall complete sexual wellness, which I think mental, I hope mental is a, a part of that, but tell me why what you're doing is, is different. Yeah, so we're starting with the foundations of health. So I don't put anybody on hormones until we've talked about sleep, op sleep optimization, nutrition, exercise, stress, emotions, um, and, ha and they've already been doing some sort of foundational plan for a number of weeks. 
um, then we really know what we're working with. And from there, we're also not just looking at T levels, testosterone levels, or just hormone levels. We're actually looking at the interplay of thyroid hormones, inflammatory markers, blood sugar, um, cholesterol. It's it's a beautiful symphony, and and I think we're actually quite limited. And even though we have hundreds of biomarkers we can look at, it's still only a fraction of what's actually going on in our system. And so we make the best decisions we can based off of that data and the and those symptoms. And then we basically create a plan to get the patient from where they are to where they want to go. So not some patients come in wanting hormones and they don't get them. Some patients coming in, come in for something totally different and we actually find out that it is more of a hormone issue. And if we do know that we do need to address hormones, then there's a number of ways we do it. So for testosterone, like doing heavy leg days, like heavy lifting leg days, both for men and women, can help boost testosterone naturally. And so it's a conversation of, you know, okay, where are you age-wise? Where are you health-wise? And how much external help, one, do we need to get you to this place of, you know, maybe you've treated your body like garbage for 50 years and there's only so much repair we can do at, at one time without using something exogenous. So I do right. use bioidentical hormones when appropriate. And we want to prime the system so that whatever we're putting in, your body can process and eliminate effectively so you are getting the best results. And so with testosterone, it's it's always an interplay of it's one piece of this entire life plan that we're putting together. And I think we see the better results because of that. And we always talk about the mind body piece. We always talk about the relationship because and especially for sexual wellness, if if libido is an issue or if erections are an issue, there can very often be a mental component. Now, does the mental component cause the erectile dysfunction? Sometimes, yes. Does the erectile dysfunction cause the emotional component or the mind body component? Sometimes yes, and so and it can go both ways. Um, and adrenal fatigue plays into that too. Say that one more time. Adrenal fatigue. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. A, that's a mother, man. The the oh my gosh, it's brutal. And a lot of times, like when I would go take those tests to make get my blood levels checked, they would always put me on testosterone, and I'm burning through it nonstop, like going crazy. And I had um, another naturopath go. You you don't have adrenal glands. <laughs> she goes, that's why you're burning through it. And I was like, what? What the heck is an adrenal gland? And after I learned about that, I was able to quit taking testosterone and was just taking adrenal supplements, and it acted like I took testosterone. Awesome. Yeah, because that's what was actually going on. It wasn't that you needed more testosterone. The underlying cause was the adrenals. So that's why we run all the labs. That's why we're looking at the whole picture because – like for women coming in with irregular periods, is it perimenopause? Usually it's a thyroid issue. And if we don't address the thyroid issue, we can put you on all the hormones in the world and it, it may not make anything better and could make things worse. So it's so important to really find out what's actually going on with each patient. What, um, can you talk about what an elevated testosterone level does, how it affects the brain and like applied to mental health? Elevated like high normal or elevated okay, like say you naturally have the testosterone level that you should be at, right? But you decide to go buy a synthetic steroid or something that you can get at GNC, right? <laughs> and you're wanting to take it. Um, how would that elevated testosterone rate? So your levels are now spiked, how does that affect people that struggle with mental health issues? Well, there's a lot of nuances in there because one, I would never take anything off the shelf from GNC, first of all. Um, That's 
That's telling. <laughs> That's and, scary. That's terrifying. I'm glad I didn't go to GNC today. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been reports published that, you know, where they've taken all sorts of supplements off the shelf and found that the things that were claimed to be in there weren't either the ingredients weren't in there, they were in there at different concentrations, different potencies, different amounts, and that things that weren't supposed to be there that weren't on the label were in there, including certain medications, anabolic anabolic acting medications and whatnot. To dial like the um, I think in one supplement they had found like a, a tr like trace amounts of Tadalafil, which is the generic of Cialis. Um, so like, of course it, it works for your boner because you're actually taking a medication that is not listed on the supplement and can actually cause some serious like dizziness, lightheadedness, syncope, passing out if, if you're combining it with things because you don't know what it is. So first off, don't take anything from GNC in my opinion. Um, second of all, you're gonna get different levels of boost with, with different stacking of hacks. You know, if we're gonna call it biohacking or or testosterone hacking or whatever. Um, so if you're doing like the perfect exercise regimen, your sleep is nice and deep and you're getting enough hours, you're waking up refreshed, your adrenals are good. Um, if everything else is working well, then you can usually get a pretty good boost from like a, a good, a high quality like herbal combination for men. Again, I wouldn't get it at GNC. Um, so if it's like uh, the right combination of herbs, right potency, because dose is important if you're taking it how it's actually supposed to be taken. Um, and we're getting, we're boosting levels to the higher end of normal. Uh, testosterone can be great for ambition, great for motivation, great for energy, great for, um, it can help with focus. I, a lot of my men love when their testosterone is like the upper normal range. They just feel like every, like the brain's turned on. Um, and it can, there can be too much too. So it's a little easier to overdose when you're doing an actual like a like a DECA or um, like a synthetic anabolic steroid where you're injecting yourself. Mm -hmm. That that's a lot easier to overdo it. I've seen a number of um, our clinics attached to a, a really nice high end fitness center, and so I have a number of like current and former bodybuilders that come see me, um, either current treatment and something's not working anymore, or post treatment like they couldn't get their supply anymore and now their testosterone's 100 and what the heck do they do? Because they've been on this thing for 10 years that they've been getting from this guy on the corner and you know, what do you do? Um, and, and there's some mood pieces too. So if, it's, if testosterone is optimized, like I would say higher normal range, um, usually mood is stable, there's a nice element of like joy and happiness that's accessible. A little too high, you can push a little of that, what we would call roid rage. I've never seen that in the way, if my patients take what I prescribe as prescribed, I have never seen roid rage. I have seen it in some of the other synthetics that are like on the black market or you know people are getting things from other places um, and their dosages are really high. So there's a number of health concerns if your testosterone is pushing, I don't know, like 1500, 1700, which I've seen a few people come in with. Um, either from other doctors prescribing it or from getting it on their own. And from a mental health perspective, we can get a little anger, aggression, a little like short fuse, um, which doesn't help relationships, doesn't help uh, sense of peace or purpose in my opinion, um, and can do more harm than good. Uh, and it's all about balance and it's all about individualization. So we really wanna make sure that that patient, uh, that we get that patient in their sweet spot which doesn't always depend on the numbers. So that's why we're, I'm checking in with my patient at six weeks, at three months, we're rerunning labs until we find that sweet spot. Cause sometimes the number on the lab isn't gonna correlate with what their sweet spot feels like, but I care more about what they feel like. 
I, yeah, my experience with testosterone is, is a little t terrifying. Tell me. And I'm burning through it because my adrenals were always shot and I didn't know that. Um, but I'm, I'm pretty aggressive naturally. And when I, I almost preferred it when I felt like my testosterone was lower because it, it just made me slow down just a little bit. And that's when I was in full hypersex mode, battling borderline personality disorder, like testosterone and borderline personality disorder, which I thought was bipolar at that time um, and ADHD. And that's what I thought that was before I actually understood it was borderline personality disorder. But that was not a good recipe. That was extremely unsafe because I was way more aggressive than I needed to be. If anything, I needed to be neutered. Um, seriously, like I should have had my, like there was a period that I should have been neutered because it was out of control. And, but it was because mental illness taking testosterone. Oh, and then of course, doing the cocaine and meth at the same time. <laughs> yeah. The recipe for living in hell, right? Like now it's a little bit different, but I still have a healthy respect for an elevated testosterone rate. Like I'm just kind of like, I'm taking vitamin D, like vitamin D is a nice uh, test, a natural testosterone hack, making sure your adrenal glands are in check. Great stuff. And amino acids, like if you get a vegan based um, a branch chain amino acid, those are really great at helping your adrenal glands like reset naturally. But I'm a, I have a healthy fear of the stinking elevated testosterone because I'm aggressive enough as it is. And that's where it comes into individualization. So, I mean, it, it sounds like you had an interesting combination going on <laughs> at the time. Um, and we ha it's about dosage. It's about the form that you're using. And, it, and that might have not been the best thing for you. Um, yeah. Like, as we know, adrenals needed to be addressed. So uh, I'm glad that you had a practitioner who was able to kind of get you out of that state. Oh, I played doctor for myself. I figured it out. But okay. here's, the, here's the thing. I was very fortunate to be friends with naturopaths that I was able to advise. So I, anyone that's watching this, don't be an idiot. Like, I'm also the guy that quit multiple medications and switched to cannabis. And it helped me. Like, I got off of all meds and used cannabis instead. And it worked better for me than all of the psychiatric meds that I was on before. And, like, I've... Like, I, I don't recommend doing that. That was dangerous. You guys need to see someone like Dr. Zagoni because especially if you're somebody that battles addiction, like things are out of whack for you. And having someone like this, I think is really, really good. I mean, she, her, her qualifications are insane. Like I didn't read the whole bio at the beginning of the show, but you're very well accomplished. Like, where did you get your passion for this? Uh, so I watched my mom get herself off of medication when I was in high school. She was, well, I joke that I was born into it. I was born at home and breastfed till I was four, which is such a weird thing in Chicago in the 80s. That's a long time. Yeah. <laughs> on an international level, it's not that long of a time. On, an, on a United States level, it's a very long time. Um, but when I was in high school, my mom was diagnosed with chronic fatigue, rheumatoid arthritis, fibromyalgia, and had been on, had, for the first time, went to like a Western conventional allopathic medical doctor and they put her on methotrexate, which is basically chemotherapy. 
uh, corticosteroids, steroid injection, so prednisone, steroid injections in her eyes to, she was having iritis flares. So the, the iris was becoming inflamed and she had to wear black sunglasses with her eyes closed in a pitch black room and it was still painful. And she, so she was losing her hair, she could hardly move. And she was so sick that I, she would stay in bed all day so that we didn't know. So she'd stay in bed, we'd come home from work and school and she'd get up and be making dinner and be with us so that we had no, so that we didn't know, so that she was still mom. She could still do her job. And moms are amazing, right? Moms are amazing. I know I have so much guilt about all the terrible teenage girl things I did. One, because I didn't really know, but two, I was just kind of a mean teenage girl to her. Um, bless my mother's soul. <laughs> yeah, bless all the mothers. I put her through it. Bless all the mothers' souls. Um, and I watched, she basically was like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I, if I keep going down this route, I'm gonna die. And she took herself off of all of her medications. She went to a chiropractor actually in the city of Chicago. She would drive in, I think like 45 minutes in traffic, probably twice a week for the first little bit. And he did um, muscle testing and supplements. It was like super simple. My dad thought it was super woo woo, but he's, he's, he's a, was an electrical engineer at the time. But he's like, whatever gets you better, like what, just do it. And so she went and within six months, she was 80% better. Yeah. And now she hovers like 90, 95, 96, depending on how much wine, sugar, and how her mother-in-law is treating her, so. Did you say wine? Yeah. <laughs> that fixes everything, doesn't it? <laughs> Makes me go to sleep, I don't like it. Um, that is, that's amazing. So what do you feel about these, um, these I, I'm gonna use I'm gonna use the word wrong, but it's like the electromagnetic like NASA technology mats and lasers and what is your feeling about those technologies and how it helps the body improve? Well, I think there's a number of different types. What was that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I'm curious. There's a number of different types of technology. So there's pulsed electromagnetic frequency PEMF, and there's a number of mats out there that are PEMF mats. Um, like the Beamer is a big, kind of like a big famous one. I think the Biomat is also PEMF. Reps, every one of those reps that's ever contacted me and I've seen, they misrepresent what the technology is. They, I don't know how they get away with it, but they just straight up say the wrong things. Well, I've had some good experiences and some not so good experiences with with the, those technologies and with the reps. So there's pulse electromagnetic frequency is one type of technology. Then there's also photobiomodulation, which is what we think of like when we think red light therapy. Yeah. Um, so there's different amounts of data on each thing. I'm not versed in all the data on both topics, but they're kind of, those are kind of like the two most, at least in my world, most popular like technologies right now. Um, and subjectively, like I, we don't sell a biomat we, or a, you know, a PEMF device of any sort right now. We don't like um, what's it, endorse any of those. Uh, but I have had patients who have some and claim that it does help with sleep. It does help with lowering inflammation, with mood, whatnot. Um, I haven't like personally reviewed any peer reviewed studies, any, you know, I've got the rep in there showing me like, here's the blood cells before video and here's the blood cells after video. And I'm kind of like, I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> like, let me, let me try it on a bunch of people. I remember like, those days. Weeks and, and we'll see, we'll see what my patients tell us. Um, now the red light, I actually do, uh, there, there is quite a bit of research uh, on specific wavelengths for different modalities. Um, in Chinese medicine, they use the, like the near infrared red light heat lamp as right. part of a lot of treatments. So it's been in use in 
different healing modalities for a while. Um, and there is some good evidence that it can help with uh, decreasing inflammation, with mood, with uh, sleep, with um, enhancing mitochondrial activity, so energy. But again, like there's not one modality that's gonna work for everybody. And so if I have a patient that's like, oh, this is the thing that makes me feel amazing, great, do that thing. Let me just make sure it's safe, it's not causing any harm, and then great, go do that thing. Um, Cause I don't know everything, I wish I did, I'm working on it. I got many years left to keep going, but um, there are, I think there's there's a lot of technologies out there and a lot of them have some sort of basis. But my question is, is always like, so is this device like the right type of energy that this patient needs, is it powerful enough? Is it actually what was in, like if there is a study that shows that this type of energy was beneficial, is this device actually delivering that type of energy? Because PEMF, I mean, I'm not the expert on PEMF, I'm saying that right here, but a lot of these technologies, like you have one term and it could mean a lot of different things. Um, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about these technologies and I like to play with them. So like I created a little near infrared sauna in, um, I call it my womb room. It's yeah. a converted closet with my meditation space and I nice. got all the, the red light near infrared sauna lamps. So I sit in there, I sweat and I detoxify and I get the red light and I think it helps my skin. Um, you do have good skin. Thank you. I, I, I say that I'm in the business. So, yeah. oh, thank you. Yeah, I had a I had a PRP facial a couple of weeks ago, and very nice. Feeling from the inside out. So I've never had a facial. I don't like my face touch. So it's like that's never going to happen. I've, <laughs> I I've microneedled myself though. Actually, that's on YouTube somewhere. Did uh, you do? Did you numb first, or did you just go straight? Oh, no, no, I just did it. Yeah. It's not that bad. It was like a one, right? One millimeter. So. <laughs> You could go. You could go one. You could go two. It, Oof, not not with nothing. No, I'm not doing. Okay. That's a little hardcore. Um, I want to ask you something. So, like one of the the obviously the big the big industry right now is everybody in the world has the greatest CBD product, and frankly, no one even knows what the heck they're talking about. It's hilarious. Like, there's all these new CBD experts, and it just makes me laugh because people have no idea what they're promoting. <laughs> and yeah. Anyway, because that they're being told this is how you market it, but they have no real knowledge about how what they're selling people. What is your feeling about um, like as a, 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 a doctor, a naturopath? Like, how do you? What is your take on CBD and its importance? That the the concerns. Like, what do you, what is your thought on that? I think it's it's. I think obviously the next big craze. And I think it's it does have a, what was that? It's scary to me. I believe yeah. in it, but it's scary to me because I know what corporate America will do. But anyway, go ahead. Totally. And it's also one plant isolate. So, you know, maybe they're using a class, the cannabinoids or, or whatnot, you know, but it's, it's an isolate from a plant, kind of like a medication. So does it have a role? Can it be incredibly beneficial? Can it cure thousands of things in all sorts of people? Probably. Um, and I think we don't quite, at least from from the the reps, the other doctors, and the information that I have read, um, I don't know if we have a solid understanding of dosing for different types of conditions, for different types of patients. I mean, we're just figuring some of that out with medication. Like, oh, this person has, you know, these liver detox snips, meaning those enzymes don't work so well, so they're going to do better with these medications and not do great with these medications. Right. And I think we're starting to look at that for other substances, plants, CBD, whatnot. Um, as from a naturopathic what, perspective, hmm? 
Mushrooms. Mushrooms, yeah. From a naturopathic All perspective. Kinds of mushrooms. mushrooms are amazing. I agree. I, I yes, I'm on uh, some lion's mane right now for a, a number of things. So I love the mushrooms. Chaga, chaga's great. Yep, magic mushrooms, not gonna, not gonna turn those away. <laughs> most, one of the most healing things that I've ever done. I, I'm so happy that they're doing legitimate studies on mushrooms now because the healing power is insane. It's, it's I, a living organism. I mean, it's, it's just, it's wow, the studies. I have to tell you, we're gonna, at the Beverly Hills Clinic that we're opening in two months, we are gonna be doing what I'm calling a medical medicine journey. Um, yeah, so nobody, this is like, apparently I'm making a public announcement before we've even opened or released this information. Um, but to really bring in, cause I'm a huge proponent of mind body medicine and I've used a number of modalities with almost every patient that I see. Uh, but what I've, I've talked to some very high level, like people in the VC world, people in the like Silicon Valley world that might be the same world actually, um, that have been doing a number of different therapies. And this isn't just microdosing, but really I, I'm calling it a cognitive reset. So healing trauma, but also reforming, creating those new neural pathways in a very specific state so that we can actually transform and heal our brain. So, um, using a, a, a few different substances. We were even trying to get involved with uh, the MAPS, so MDMA-assisted um, psychotherapy study. Uh, so we're gonna work on bringing that into the clinic uh, and, and also combining it with some of our like stem cell therapies. So we're, we're planning on really priming the system with information and ATP energy. So giving the system energy and information, like raw energy and information, and then taking a patient through a medicine journey to you utilize all of that information and basically how do you, what do you want to do with this? Uh, I want to say something really quick about MDMA. And look, I abuse everything I could get my hands on. I, like I just, that was, it's my personality. Like if you put water in front of me, I'm going to abuse the water. Like I'm just drinking. Like I, it doesn't matter. Doing drugs was the same thing for me and I'm not endorsing like doing cocaine or doing math or doing like, but I have to say, and I mean this sincerely, like I, 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 and I stand by this, what MDMA can, MDMA can do for people is really profound. Uh, that was still like, even though it was a fun experience thinking about the first time I did ecstasy, the truth is what that can be used for when used appropriately not to go party, but the way it can be used for healing is so powerful because of how it opens your, 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 expands your mind to the point that you start to see things clearly, especially when you've had a lot of trauma, it's been abused, you're able, and just the ability to, and the, the desire to communicate in a very deep and authentic way. Look, the, the truth is this, I think you should do the work to be willing to open up. But sometimes, man, sometimes you gotta be hit, kicked over the head. You need to be cracked. And MDMA is something that's really beautiful at helping people crack to open so that maybe some truth can get in. And I have a really hard time speaking out against that because I don't look at it like it can be abused, yes. It can be dangerous, yes. I got a Dennis Rodman part story that would it, I'll tell another time. Oh boy, like, oof, I'll tell that story another time, but it's a little insane. 
but like it's it, it can be abused it can make you sick it can kill you it can all of those things but if used responsibly under a doctor's care what it can do for people especially couples it, it's it's terrific and the people that i ate ecstasy ate beans <laughs> dropped bombs with all of those people i'm still friends with to this day like really really close intimate friends with them it's really interesting yeah oh, well and I, go ahead I, I think it's set and setting too set setting and intention so I mean, you can take caffeine and go party. You can take caffeine and have a very productive work day. You can take caffeine and go on, yeah, and, you know, go hike up a mountain and have a oneness experience at the top of a mountain, and caffeine helped you get there. And there are other substances, natural and otherwise, that um, that can assist you with the right intention and the right set and setting. And I think we're, the the medical world is is finally opening up to that a little bit. Um, you know, whether it's plant-based like ayahuasca or mushrooms or more synthetic, um, you know, I do think there's an important aspect of bringing spirit to the medicine and I bring spirit to my practice. So every single person I sit down in front of, I'm like, look at this amazing human. And so part of the plans in create, one of the reasons I want, I want our clinic to be doing this sort of work is one, because I think it's important. Like if we can each, if we can all elevate our consciousness more rapidly, more thoroughly, more deeply to whatever our intention is for our highest and for the highest of humanity, like aho, amen, all the things. Um, and I know that we will bring the spirit and the love and that it'll still be this like beautiful nurturing experience. It's not gonna be just this like clinical, like I've, I've, one of the ways we got into this is I had a patient say that she had been to a number of ketamine clinics and she's like, there's so much potential here. She works in the mental health space. And she's like, but the set and setting is awful. Like I'm in this like cold, sterile room by myself with a pump that's beeping. Like this is traumatic in itself. Yeah. And I, I started thinking like, okay, we're, well, we're already putting so much intention to the moment that patient walks in the door, what that experience feels like, like they want, they get to be nurtured, loved, adored, held, and know that they're getting excellent, excellent care. And so if we can take that to a very deep mental, emotional, spiritual experience that can actually allow them to shift their habits, shift their life, well, one, then all the healing work gets so much easier. And then um, two, we're creating much more profound change in them and in the world. So that's that's why we're doing what we're doing. I love that. And I think it's important because I really think that people can connect. I, like I'm a, so I, I, I'm a follower of Christ. Like I am a Christian. Like I, I'm somebody that I dedicate my life to serving the Lord. I'll be perfectly honest and say that there are times that I'm trying to read the Bible and I'm going, what is this saying? I don't get this. This is really frustrating me that I've used cannabis right before and all of a sudden I can read it. Mm. I just, I'm such a proponent for these natural solutions like mushrooms, cannabis. I got off of so many medications because of cannabis. When I stopped using it, holy Moses, the hell that that brought on. Because, it, and I, I, I do the work, but I'm, I'm telling you, I'm an advocate. I, I, I'm able to sleep. It's, it's improved my health. My doctor supports me doing it. I don't take any other medications except my HIV drug. Mm. And soon I'm not going to have to take that anymore. 
Like, I'm not going to ever front. I love the Lord, and I smoke cannabis out of a vape pen. And it, and it's and it's had a huge impact on my life in a good way, and I use CBD too. But here's the thing. I actually know the CBD I'm buying is actually good, not some of the crap you guys are selling. <laughs> no offense, but I'm being honest. You don't even know what the heck you're selling, and you're telling people that it's Jesus juice. And it's just – it's irresponsible and – God, people just need to do the education before they start selling stuff to people because it's dangerous. It's so dangerous. Because when you get the, even with these natural herbs, you start using them irresponsibly. You don't know the source you're getting it from. It's, it can be dangerous. Not all cannabis is natural. It, it, it doesn't work that way. You got to be careful even with that. Well, yeah, where is it coming from? Is it it contaminated? Um, And I'm sure there's, somebody's got research on which strains are better for which type of types of conditions. And like I said, I'd love to know more about dosing and what types of, you know, I want to know more of the nuances because I'm so about the individualization. I want to know like, which, which strain should I be prescribing for the patient who you know, has, you know, these three conditions. So maybe sleep is one of them, but maybe she's also got really bad cramps and um, a little bit of anxiety. Like maybe there's one thing that would be the best for for all three of those. And I would love to know exactly what that is. And until I know that I'm, you know, I feel like I'm shooting in the dark and I, I often rely on a lot of my colleagues who most of which have actually started their own CBD companies because everyone can do it now. <laughs> Anybody can. You can, you can white label anything. It's, it's, it's wild. Totally, totally. And it's, it's also terrifying too. Like you guys totally. need to be careful. Totally. I one point I did want to share on like the CBD cannabis piece is from like a naturopathic perspective and from like an herbalism perspective, which is part of my training. Um, using the whole plant, that the the idea is that nature's smarter than our minds, and and perhaps smarter than our our biochemistry, but we'll see. Not like our body's biochemistry, but like in our extraction. Um, and that there are pieces in using the whole plant that are more therapeutic than perhaps we know. So love CBD, have seen good studies on inflammation and sleep and mood. And, yeah. Um, and, all, and all of that. And there's, a, there's my, my intuition and part of my training is that the whole plant ha- is more powerful. Um, now, is that for every patient and every condition? We shall see. But I do think there's there's that synergy of all of those molecules, the way that plant is grown, the stress that that plant is under, how it's it's creating its own its own chemical profile that we take in, and it's not just one compound. I um so this this brand I don't know if uh, it's just full spectrum cannabis oil cartridge, right? And it has every single thing listed. You, the camera's not good enough for you guys to see it. But it's got THC, THCA, CBD, CBDA, CBN, CBCA, CBC, CBG, CBGA. Like how many of you do even know what that is? Because when you're going to go buy your cannabis or having it delivered or you're going to your dealer or get it, wherever you're at, and you're buying it, you're going, I want, a, I want the strongest sativa. Because you think the strongest is going to get you the most high. It's kind of like the people that ask for the strongest CBD oil. It doesn't work that way either. Strongest doesn't necessarily mean better for you. Again, no one tells you that. But these other ingredients like CBC and CBG and CBGA, those have extreme importance in what it does in the body. 
it's it's a miracle it's such a beautiful miracle plant that only god could have created it like that is not a plant of the devil that is a plant that is like that's medicine from god it is so are mushrooms i'll fight you any i don't care any christian out there that's watching you're mad at me right now get over yourself do the research for yourself it matters there's a reason why the government didn't want to have it legal <laughs> but they were involved in the legal drug side of it but anyway that's another story but these other ingredients matter it's such a beautiful planet what it can do and it's healing people and the good news doctors uh, i almost called you dr z Dr. You can call me Dr. Z. My patients call me Dr. Z. You can totally call me Dr. Z. Okay, Dr. Z. The good news is that to answer your question about knowing specifics, they're getting so much better now with the research, especially out of Israel. They have amazing studies on all of these other little, you know, the other ingredients of the, of the plant, basically. They have research on all this stuff, and it's just a, wow, it really can do this. So now they're getting more gene-specific. Here's the real money. Eventually, they're going to be able to start patenting. They're going to be able to patent these strains and do official studies on them. And when they get those studies published, then insurance companies are going to get involved in this business. Insurance companies would be paying for cannabis in the next five to 10 years. It's going to wow. happen. It's just, it makes too much sense because of how the process works. And you can get so strain specific. You can basically say, my left knee hurts, and you can find a strain that's going to help the left knee. It can I love it. So anyway, you have a whole medicinary of just the cannabis strains. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's an amazing plant. And so I'm really, really excited that you're doing this because there's people out there that are love biohacking. They're wanting to be the most optimum. They're basically wanting to be machines, especially with everyone trying to 10x their life. Anyway. Sorry, I'm still bothered by this because I'm a big proponent of like rest and and, and, and and soaking and and just being still. It's important and in a place of surrender. There's more power from that than going, go, 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 go. You create too many blind spots when you're going too hard like that. You just way more powerful in a place of surrender. Don't I prescribe rest. Like I that's amazing. I prescribe rest. I prescribe like breaks. I prescribe um, like, so we talk about stress levels and then I say, okay, so what are all the things you're doing to nourish yourself to balance out those stress levels? And either we prescribe more of what they're doing because it's not enough to balance or we figure out if they're not doing anything, it's like, okay, well, where's one, what can you start with 20 minutes a day? Like, do you want to just lay in the sun? Do you want to like barefoot on the earth? Do you want to like some people is just yeah, watching TV. Like that's a big deal. That walking barefoot on the grass, especially if you can do it near an ocean. Oh man, that's re that's the real deal. That's no that's not a placebo effect. There's that's not that biomat. <laughs> not that I'm walking the biomat. Beamer, no. And I'm not trying to blow up anyone's spot that's selling the beamer, but you guys got to quit lying and how you're selling that because it's not true. Anyway, but yeah, the grounding thing really works. Can you explain what that is? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of, of ways to look at it. So one, we've evolved living on the earth since you know our species has been created, born since right. since we've been alive, and so our our mechanisms, our biochemistry, our um, biophysics 
has evolved to to be on the earth and it's only been in the last you know couple hundred years where we've had you know the type of shelter and the even the electricity that we have, that we have now um, and it's very different for our biophysics um, so biophysics physics like the the way the electrons and atoms and and things interact and so my understanding of, of earthing or walking barefoot on the earth especially if there's uh, like or dew walking is another another term for it. That's more morning when there's a little bit of dew on the grass because the the wetness is a good conductor, and it's about the flow of electrons. And so we're actually shift flowing electrons from the earth through feet, hands, what you know, naked bodies, whatever you're putting on in the grass on the earth. Um, and that you flow stickers on your butt. You should wear at least underwear. Well, you know, <laughs> call Chickers me the naked <laughs> <laughs> I said chiggers on your butt's not fun. No, not fun. But <laughs> you know, how much do you want to wear underwear, really? <laughs> We're going down a different road. Yeah, hold on just a second. I'm going to punch you. The government waited till just the right time to fry up people who are in the occult. I knew in '95 this would be legalized once people ran from their faith into other stuff. I'm not against it for treatment, just getting blasted 24/7. I didn't say I get blasted 24-7. I use it at night. That's how I use it. I don't get blasted 24-7. But I get what you're saying. I do understand that because you can abuse cannabis too. No scientific evidence. Sorry. That's pseudoscience. New age. It feels good, but no evidence that it's substantial. What are you talking about, Darian? Because if you're talking about mushrooms or cannabis, I'm going to prove you wrong with so much scientific evidence. I'm going to, I'm going to drive you nuts. I'm gonna. It's gonna be harassment. Sorry, we communicate with the audience on this uh, on this show. <laughs> so, Let's do it. And, and by the way, if you're listening right now on the radio or the podcast networks, you can join the conversation live at Facebook.com/slash Gratitude Unfiltered, or check us out on the Binge Network. <laughs> oh boy, I'm starting a war now. So anyway, we communicate with the audience here. So sometimes it gets a little unpredictable. I hope you're okay with that, Doctor. <laughs> I'm Sager. totally down. Okay, hold on. I can surrender. Our, our local beach siesta key is quartz sand. Just like powder, it's very grounding when you go barefoot. No wonder it's Linnaboy Beach. That's Ooh. awesome. Oh, the grounding. I stopped, John. <laughs> I love you, Darian. The grounding. I'm just telling you, you can say there's no scientific evidence because I don't know how many scientists are out there like sticking a, a pin in the ground while people are walking there to see if something's happening to them. Right? I'm just telling you that when I've done it, it's been very, very powerful. Like it feels amazing. It does something for you. So you can say there's pseudo sirens, Dr. Roberts, but the fact is I loved it when I did it and I should do more of it. There you go. So Dr. Z, outside of the sexual wellness thing, which I do think is important because like, look, if you're, if your hormone stuff's out of whack, it makes you crazy. <laughs> it affects your brain. But outside of that, what would you say something like uh, another causes that you're pretty passionate about? Uh, <laughs> so I actually volunteer with an organization that helps women get out of, hum of human trafficking. Oh. And I speak to high school students, younger students on um, human trafficking prevention. And their organization also has a number of safe houses, and I will be doing some workshops with the women who have come out of that situation, the, the survivors. 
That's, um, what's the name of the organization? Sela Freedom. Sela is S-E-L-A-H and then Freedom. That is a um, really beautiful, I'm actually looking for something that I wanted to do, but I can't find it. Anyway, this is, when I have my own producers one day, we won't have this problem anymore. Uh, I, I love the organizations that, can you say the website? Do you know the website off the top of your head? I can find it in a second. It's uh, Sela, S-E-L-A-H, freedom, F-R-E-E-D-O-M.com. Um, and then if you forward slash stats and resources, it's got all sorts of um, stats and resources to understand the issue, to uh, fight sex trafficking. And they, ha oops, they have um, a whole host of resources, programs. We, like if anybody has a group of students, a school organization that you want us to come speak at, um, if you're in the Los Angeles area, I might come do it. If you're anywhere else in the country, it'll probably be somebody else, uh, but we are, Thank you, Darian. Thank you, Darian. Yes, sailorfreedom.com. Doing really good work. That's amazing. I love, um, I went to an event for another organization. I won't say them out of respect to the Sailor Freedom. Um, I went to a, a fundraiser the other night or the other day, and it was amazing to hear people offering solutions. Like bringing awareness to human trafficking isn't doing crap, it's not like offering solutions like you guys are that like that to me is inspiring but i do have to say i really wish these organizations would really work harder at working together because the monster that you're taking on is at a government level and around the world in these all of these nonprofits that are fighting human trafficking they've got to start working together I totally agree. Way to take it on. Someone's got to organize that. We'll see. <laughs> I guess you you Doctor, I'm, I, Doctor Z, I'm not telling you to. I'm saying it to the audience. Someone's got to. Someone has to be like the ringleader of saying, "Okay, guys, we get to work together. We get to share communication. We can't be about greed here. We have to collaborate. We have to communicate and utilize our resources because." And these individual groups are not, are, they can't take it all on. Totally. But if we together, we can't. Absolutely. Well, and I think each group has like a slightly different niche. So Sailor Freedom's more uh, like locally, like, like local human trafficking. Like there's human trafficking in every city across the country. And there's other organizations that work more internationally. Um, so human trafficking could look like anything, you know, we typically think of like, a girl walking down the street and then somebody like grabs her and throws her in a van and that can happen but m a lot of the local human trafficking is you know uh, it, it doesn't look like that it looks like you know a 12 year old girl on an app and some some somebody she doesn't know who looks like it could be a friend from school that she hasn't met yet is texting her and trying to get her to to send pictures and then so she sends pictures and then they start blackmailing her and so then she can't tell her parents because there's pictures out and it, it, and it, it it's a lot online and it's a little more a little more than what we typically think of as human trafficking and so i i think it's good that the different organizations have kind of like a different piece and i totally agree that to combine efforts to combine the educational efforts the prevention efforts and to support the survivors i think there's there's so much that could come from collaboration i love that i love it so what's the one thing that you really want to try but you're scared to Ooh, 
Um, I'm pretty good at doing the things that I like really want to try no matter what. It's gotta be something. Ah, let's see. Ah. I feel like I should go down the plant medicine route since we've kind of, since we've kind of been, been chatting about that a bit today. Um, I would love to, to, to go down to Peru and sit in a like seven day medicine ceremony journey. That's what I would love to do. And it's not so much like the fear of what'll come up or being in the process. It's like the fear of being away from the office <laughs> that's holding me back. I, I like, what do you mean I can't get on Facebook? What are you talking about? I, I was joking the other day with somebody that, on comments. Like I could, I could have $250 million in the bank and I'm still gonna be on Facebook. It, it's just like ingrained in my brain. How sad is that? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think, I don't, no, it's not sad. I like it. <laughs> like, I thoroughly enjoy myself here. Um, so anyway, that's, that, that's why we're on all these other, bro like broadcasting to all these other places, yet I'm still talking to Facebook because I love you guys. Aww. And there'd be no show without them. I'm so proud of this. I'll tell anybody who'll listen. Hmm. This started on, like, this show started on Facebook Live and on a phone. Amazing. And, and it, look where you are. Blessing. And, but I, 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 I could not, there's no way that without Facebook and the interaction, the comments and the unpredictability, like, I love that. I, I would never want to change it. It would be more fun, though, if they were all, like, in a live studio audience. That would be really cool. But is, that what you're, is that what you're calling in? Should we hold that vision I'm for you? In, but still, I want to find a way to incorporate Facebook. <laughs> so, you can. Everything is possible. You get, you get to have what you want. I, it's like, I, I think that Facebook has become like my blanket. <laughs> your safety blanket? Like your... <laughs> when we were, we were filming, a, like a, a, before this got on the streaming networks, I was filming with another group to get it on a streaming network. And it felt weird not doing it with Facebook on. You got to have your people. It's so uncomfortable. Oh, it's terrible. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen Smith, for checking Aww, it out. Thank you, Stephen. Uh, what's up? Hi, Bonnie. Good to see you. Hi, Bonnie. <laughs> Dork. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy that you're, you're, you're here, Darian. It's always good to see you. So do you have anything that you would like to plug? Um, I'm going to plug our clinic, Gentera Center for Regenerative Medicine. We have a location in LA, in the Valley. We will be opening in Beverly Hills probably mid-June. Um, feel free to follow us on Instagram at Gentera Med. We're, I think we're also on Facebook. I don't handle the social media. I need a lesson. Um, and if you if you feel called to follow me personally, I'm at Dr. Zagoni, D-R-Z-A-G-O-N-E. Um, but come see us at the clinic, and I promise you, we will. You will walk in, and you will feel loved, nurtured, supported, and get excellent care. Are you prepared for the backlash when you guys launch this total body, mind, body, spirit reset, ignite your superpower, whatever? I mean, this thing that you're doing is pretty aggressive, and it's like, look, it's people are warming up to these ideas, but they haven't embraced it yet. Well, it's not for every patient. Great, a little bit. I love it. But are you? What are you? Are you prepared for all that? 
Well, we're not launching yet. So we've got a few months to to figure out how, like what does that launch actually look like and what do we need on the support side? So what facilitators do we need? What do we need on the legal side? Um, so that's the conversation we're in right now. And we're figuring all that out. It, this is also not something we're gonna, I'm gonna go like do a commercial on. This is something that for the right patient who's interested in elevating in that way that is available. You know that when this works for somebody, the word of mouth will spread. It'll become like the new Hollywood thing. Totally. Yeah, you. I mean, honestly, this is. I hope you have a good manager. We have a pretty. We have a pretty good team. We've got a full executive team. We've got. Um, oh, a press manager. Oh, we're actually hiring for PR. <laughs> okay, you're gonna need it. I'm telling you. Trust me, you're gonna need it. Thank you, Jack. Yeah. I will. Re I receive. Yeah, you're gonna need it. I'm excited. Do you have a recommendation? Huh? Do you have a recommendation for me? A recommendation? Yeah, do you have like a PR person for me? I do. Ooh. I do. Um, I don't know if she's taking clients, but that it's someone I trust immensely. Okay. And she navigates a lot of different uh, circles in, in Hollywood. So it's the art, music, film, TV, it's, it's very well-rounded. Um, I don't know if Smoy's taking new clients, but I can find out for you. Awesome, thank you. I trust and I know that would bust their butt for you. Thank you, I always appreciate referrals. Yeah, for sure. But you've got a lot of things uh, going for you. So I'm really excited for your success. Um, you have, I'm excited to see where you go with this. This mm -hmm. is gonna launch you into the stratosphere. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I really, really believe it. It's cutting edge stuff. And I think it's personally important because I know what it's like to really struggle. I'm not saying, I'm not condoning, like just going off and using drugs to discover God. I'm not saying that, but sometimes like, I, I personally believe this and I will stand by this. And, and again, this is something I'm willing to fight for, but I really believe that these, these antidepressants and these other psychiatric drugs that we're taking are keeping us from being able to connect to spirit, hmm. being able to connect to God. We don't feel right, we're in our head, we're lost, we feel numb, and our bodies are wanting to ah, but our brain is saying no. Sometimes and, you need the primal scream therapy. And we, sometimes you gotta scream, it's okay. Yeah. But I, I've noticed in my, my experience, like in just shifting with going back and utilizing cannabis at night, how that sometimes it can is help is helped me break through but when i was really struggling to connect to god and i was on all of those medications it's a very soulless empty feeling and it sucks when i quit cold turkey all of those medications and use cannabis and cbd all of a sudden it allowed me to go because even after i gave my life to christ i was still struggling with reading the bible and connecting to god and getting connected to spirit because it's so much crap going on in my head i'm still but fighting borderline personality disorder. I'm so struggling and it's maddening. And I'm on God, where are you? Why can't I connect to you? Cannabis is medicine. It's natural medicine. And sometimes I swear to you, when you're just struggling to connect, it may be the thing that cracks something open for you to be able to connect. And I'm sorry, but I would rather have to apologize to Jesus for getting high and using cannabis than I would for using cannabis than I would for never communicating with him, not having a relationship with him, not being able to understand and 
you know, the Bible or the things that I'm reading. Like I would rather, I would rather apologize for using cannabis than have to apologize and have regret for the not being able to connect and have a relationship with the person that transformed my life. Mm. So that's why I'm going to fight and stand by people that use cannabis responsibly. And I'm an, and I'm an, as a follower of Christ, as someone that loves Jesus, I use cannabis. And I, and, I, and I believe in it, and I know it helps people, and it's a lot better than that medication that people are taking because what it's doing to your brain is making life. It's just, ugh. Anyway, sorry, I'm off my high horse. I'm really okay. passionate about this issue, though. You know, there's a book about how Jesus used mushrooms. I don't know if that's like blasphemy or whatnot, but um, I was in a bookstore in Austin, and I was like, what's this? Well, there's a belief that, look, there's a lot of, I'm not going to say anything, I'm going to try not to say anything blasphemous, but I, there's a belief and there's some passages where it's like, yeah, he's talking about cannabis there. Mm. And I just, you know, I, I look, I, whether he did or not, I don't know, but I do know that they're there for a purpose and, uh, you know, and they've been very, they're proven to be very, very healing for people. And sometimes it's an issue. It can be a life-saving thing for them. You know, I, uh, so I stand by everything I said. So you can, you know, my email address, if you want to send hate mail is JTB at the world's I reply to every email and, uh, yeah. So if you have issue with that, I'd love for you to tell me I'm wrong, but here's the beautiful thing about a relationship with Christ. I'm sorry, Dr. Z I'm going on a brand here. Go for it. Happy Easter. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about having a relationship with Christ. If I'm convicted by something, I have the Holy Spirit inside me. And if I'm convicted by something that something is wrong, I'm going to feel it. It's going to disrupt me. It's going to make me sick to my stomach. I'm going to throw up. That's usually how it works. Or I'm going to feel like I'm going to throw up. That's how I know I'm convicted by something. And sometimes it's lesser. I've prayed over and over and over and over and over again. Lord, should I remove cannabis from my life? And in and, and, and every different variety that you can, I have so much peace. And that's why I stand in truth about using cannabis and not hiding about it. And I'm not trying to make a big deal out of it, but there's people that still have a really bad stigma against it, especially in the Christian community, and it's got to stop. So, Dr. Z, thank mm -hmm. you for having to listen to that. My pleasure. Josh, thank you for the stand you are in the world. And thank you for the work that you've done on yourself because you're making a huge impact. So thank you. Thank you, Dr. Z. Um, I would actually love to have you back on sometime because I there's so many fun directions that we can go. I love what you're up to. And also, if I can do anything to help you, uh, to support you in making this happen, I'm pretty good at connecting dots for people. So awesome. I'm happy to help. Thank you so much. We'll definitely connect after. All right, Dr. Z. Thank you. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, everybody. Bye. All right. Let's see. Let's see what this. Uh, ask him. Ask him to show you why you think you need that. When I turn over control of my life completely to God, that's when things got, get good and serenity follows. They say all kinds of nonsense. It really depends on the person. I had a pothead get more violent than anyone I'd ever met. I was 24-7 pot combined with heavy occult activity. You're, we're talking about two different things here. I will always pray for you, Bonnie. I will never stop, ever. I love you too. Okay, I want to read this. I agree with that, but I don't need anything to reach my God. Psychedelics are still an altered state, so I'm careful about what I feel. 
I get that argument. I do. And I'm like, I, I'm just saying, like, there's times I can only speak on this now because of my relationship with God in Christ and what it is now. But those moments in my life, and I'm, I'm curious if any of you have been here, you're going, where's God? My shouting match, the sixth time in jail, my second night there, I'm screaming at God. Why, 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 why won't you fix me? Why won't you fix me like everybody else? Every time I try to do the right thing, I couldn't. Sometimes my brain just wouldn't let me. Cannabis is, even when I wanted it, even after giving my life to Christ, I had trouble sometimes. Yeah, sometimes it just helps clear out the noise. It allows you to focus. And again, if I'm wrong, then God will convict me of it. But for me, that's my truth. And that is the beauty of having a relationship, is that you can speak on that. You can you can just stand for what you believe in. And if it's if you don't believe in that, that's okay. You don't have to. We can agree to disagree. But that's my truth, and that's where I stand. And I'll support anyone that feels the same way. Because if it's serving you well and it's not affecting you, you know, if it's it's helping you, it's helping you whatever, sleep. I don't know how many of you have had night night terrors and things like that, but it's been it's been a blessing for me. So I stand by that. And the other thing too, you know, having the the fast helped a lot with the inflammation. Um, but you know, one of the things, the side effects of having HIV and the medication that I take is that you have inflammation. It's just part of it. And I die, I eat really well. I eat, you know, foods that don't really trigger inflammation, but I still have it and it's miserable sometimes. And it drains me of my energy and having inflammation in your body is also how you create cancers and things like that. My doctor supports me using cannabis because when I went to the doctor, Last time, all my blood was perfect. My health, my cholesterol, all of it was perfect. That is a huge, crazy thing for people with HIV because we are highly susceptible to heart attacks because of the medication. And, you know, that sucks, right? But it's working for me. So that's why I support it the way I do. Okay. I thought many things were God and they weren't. It almost like saying, well, I can't hear you, so I'm going to do it my way. I don't know your brain, but it freaked me out on certain occasions. I get that. And look, it's to each his own. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I personally think that you should have a, someone there with you. Someone, I mean, look, there's just responsible ways to do it. I know there's information out there. But the last time I did it, it's been a while. But the last time I did it, it was a very healing experience. And it also revealed what took me a long time to figure out and about the relationship that I got to leave. All right. You're responsible though. That's a good thing. I am because I want the best for my life and I want to look, I, I don't really feel like I get any more chances. You know, those of you who are new and new, this is the first time you're seeing the show, you know, I've been granted a lot of chances. My God spared my life through a lot of stuff. And I think when I made the agreement that I made with him, um, I think that was like my last shot, right? And yeah, I've had a relapse 11 months ago that sucked. 
Um, and God didn't let me go. He forgave me again and gave me a new chance. And uh, this time I'm taking full advantage of it and honoring it and being committed to this process. Um, but I don't think I get another chance. So this relationship is everything to me. So I don't want to screw it up. Like, I don't want to go, you know, just tie one off and start making really bad decisions again. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to let that go. I want to do the right thing. And I want to be, more than anything, the man God called me to be. Like, I don't want to fall short of that. All right. You guys, I love you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for your shares. Thank you for the comments. Uh, big shout out to Dr. Z. She was incredible. Great guest. If you're just now joining, watch the replay. She was amazing. God bless. Thanks.